Hi, everybody. My name is Rafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. with a friend like this. I work with self-published authors on a regular basis. Most often, it's into English translations from Portuguese or Italian books. So, I'm used to receiving emails from authors wondering how much it would cost to have their books available to international readers in English. What I usually do is read a few pages, prepare a sample of about 400 words or so, and submit it with a quote. If authors agree with the price and delivery date, we sign a contract and I get started on the project. After the book is made available, I help out with the word of mouth by making announcements on my professional website and adding the book to my portfolio. Sometimes I also share some quotes on social media to try to generate some buzz. I'll actually add a link to the episode descriptions in case you'd like to check out the books I've translated so far. Well, the reason I'm talking about it today and decided to call this episode with a friend like this is because something very funny, if not extremely frustrating, just happened the other day. A Brazilian author contacted me about the possibility of having her Portuguese-to-English book copy-edited before it was published. She said she had contacted a translation company in Brazil, but she couldn't afford what they were asking. Without mentioning any figures, especially because the exchange rate is a fluctuating unit of measure, let's say that what the so-called translation agency had quoted her was one-fourth of what other authors are paying me right now per page for the books I'm translating. Anyway, her solution was to have a friend, translate the book into English for free or close to nothing, and then hire me as a copy editor to clean things up a bit and make the translation sound more American. The author then squeezed in a few compliments about how I had been highly recommended to her just to make me feel good, I guess. But I kept thinking... Since she wanted me to copy edit a translation that was done for what I can only imagine was close to nothing by an inexperienced translator who does not have English as their native or near-native language, I'm assuming that the rate she was willing to pay me was even lower than what she had been originally quoted, that is, one-fourth of what I usually charge Brazilian authors to translate a book from scratch. If you listened to last week's episode, you must know by now that my personal flea was itching like crazy behind my ear, because I suspected something wasn't quite right. Still, I asked the author to send me a sample of the Portuguese original and the English translation that had been provided by a friend. Worst case scenario, I could pass on the project if it were indeed a nightmare. 
Best case scenario, I would earn an acceptable amount of money for reading a book and tweaking the translation a little bit. I started reading it, and even though it wasn't horrible, meaning I didn't see any glaring grammar or spelling mistakes, it didn't flow quite right. I detected some decision-making issues, such as when you have to shift components within a sentence to structure it in a more natural way, which was completely expected, considering the scope of the project. However, what really caught my eye was an issue with pronouns. As a character is being described, the translation started out using he, his, but then it changed to she, her on the next paragraph. That really puzzled me, so I went back to the original and noticed it was indeed a she. It became clear a few paragraphs down when the character's name is mentioned. So, why would the translator make such an elementary mistake? Even if someone was an experienced and didn't speak English as a native or near-native language, he and she are very basic and everyone in Brazil learns it as part of the mandatory English classes we have at school from a very young age. And that's when it hit me. I copied the original Portuguese paragraph and pasted it into Google Translate. And voila! The inconsistent translation showed up in English, word for word. I couldn't help but laugh. Then I took a screenshot of Google Translate and sent it to the author. I acknowledge I took on a kind of dismissive tone. After all, there were only two possible explanations for what had just happened. The author either got played by this so-called friend, or the author herself thought that I was stupid. Surprisingly, I did hear back from her. According to the author, the friend was not really a friend, but a friend of a cousin, and she had paid X amount for the translation that turned out to be machine-generated. Let's say the amount would have been enough to cover only 10 and a half pages if I were translating the book from scratch. So it's nothing considering a 20-chapter novel. But if this indeed happened and the author paid for that, it must have really stung parting ways with that much money when You think about the bills you could have paid or maybe items you could have bought at the grocery store, you know. So, what's the lesson here? I'm not quite sure yet, except that translation is still something people don't understand. Using a computer to generate a translation or replacing words by looking up terms of the dictionary is not what translators do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. 
If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my Anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.